Folks, what's going on? Arm and Hammer here. The following is an interview that I had with Jeffrey Adler. Jeff Adler had his rookie debut at the 2019 CrossFit Games, but got cut after two days of competition. He qualified for the 2020 CrossFit Games way back in the open last October, and he just made it to the final five of the 2020 CrossFit Games, that last finals that are in person in NorCal. And I got a chance to catch up with him. He talked about a whole lot of stuff from his experience over the course of the stage one weekend to you know how he felt about each of the events, what were his most proud moments and kind of the moments where he was trying to just do some damage control. Overall, Jeff's a really good guy. It's really interesting to see a guy like that who doesn't really have as big of a footprint um, and a, a, a hold in terms of the personalities in the space really make it to a level of competition where it's just going to be cameras on all these athletes all the time. And I think people are going to get to know him. And I think people are going to get to like him a lot because he's seems to be a really good guy. I hope you guys enjoy and I'll see you very, very soon. Take care. Jeff, uh, congratulations, dude. Top five. You made it. Yeah. How, um, how does that feel? I mean, last year, your your first year at the CrossFit Games was probably like not the most exciting moment for you in terms of like how you wanted the week to go, I'm sure. So this year kind of had a chance to to show people otherwise. I mean, the Open went really well for you and this yeah. went really well for you. So how's it feel? Well, it feels good for sure. Like, I, I, I want to say finally, but... Uh, I mean, this is, this is my year, I guess. Uh, yeah. Open went great. Um, would have finished a little bit higher if I hadn't gotten that penalty on the last workout, whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, the stage one uh, went well. I'm happy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy about stage one. Um, many, many, uh, interviews or like when there's articles, it's always like, oh, he's good at the open. So he might be good at stage one. Uh, there's a big difference, I think, in those two. Um, the stage one, you can redo any workouts. So it's kind of like validating my performance of the open just because like, I couldn't redo these workouts. So that's, that's what I'm worth kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, I actually, that's, that's a good point. That was one of the things that I brought up, you know, I had you on my, on my top five list as, as you know, like one of the guys that, that has like a best shot of making it and you proved me right. So thumbs up for that for sure. Um, but, uh, one of the things that I pointed at was, you know, your, your performance through the open, you know, my experience sort of like seeing you train in, uh, in March when I was up in, in Montreal. Um, and on top of that, this idea that, you know, perhaps because you don't get a chance to redo the workouts over and over again, um, or because you don't know exactly how other people's scores are going to be, it might be like a trap door to fall between and like not necessarily place as high as people would expect. I was like, you know what? I think he might have it. Like it, it's not going to have, cause so, you know, another thing is like, you look at, you look kind of like what your performances have been like in the past. And honestly, the stuff that would have been programmed and ended up getting programmed are things that like you murder on a regular basis i mean like everything except for that handstand hold man so you know it kind of it kind of worked out in your favor um i guess so i'm uh, like when i when i saw the workouts come out i'm not um i'm not a short workout specialist like i'm not going to be super good at those small sprints so when i saw like fran i knew that was a around that four minute mark workout possibly less 
Um, the thousand meter row is a three minute workout. Uh, Diane, well, for me, Diane was a little bit longer because the handstand push up, but I knew it wasn't a very, very long workout. And then uh, Nancy was the longest one, but there was nothing in between. I was like, well, okay. And usually I'm good at these in between, like the eight to almost 15 minute mark. Um, I, well, it may be changed with the training I did this year, but uh, that's usually where I perform best. So I was like, well, I'll just do whatever I can do. I'll go hard and we'll see what, what happened. Um, but yeah, the, the handstand hold, that was, that was like the, the only workout I was like, is it, what, what, what is the handstand hold is going, what's, what, what's it going to cost? Like, is it going to cost me the top five, the top 10, the top 15? I didn't know. Um, I mean, I thought I'd do a little bit better, but uh, tw yeah, 27. That's how long, how long have you spent, how long have you spent on your hands since that last weekend? Like every day, the five minutes a day, just trying to get yourself upside down uh, or what? No, not that much. I, I actually practice handstand hold, which is even more sad because I do practice. We had the, we had the gymnastics course at my gym in January, I want to say. And they do make us practice the handstand hold and they gave me tricks and we practiced I would say a lot um, like the few months after that we've practiced a lot it may be like I stopped a little bit and then I came back like it's not something that you that we tend to spend much time on but I did practice and I knew I sucked at it really bad um, my goal like what I wanted was like around that 20 something ish spot on the workout like 20 I think the 22nd or 23rd place was like 10 points. I was like, if I could get at least 10 points, that'd be good. <laughs> and then 27th, I'm like, no. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. Uh, so the, the weekend was probably a lot of ups and downs. I mean, in terms of not really knowing where you're at and sort of trying to catch up with the update show to see what the leaderboards were like. And I'm assuming it was probably right at the very end. I mean, that last, right before that last workout was supposed to kick off is when you got an idea that, hey, you know what? I could actually make it through if I can do well enough on Annie. Or, yeah. Um, honestly, after the handstand hold, um, I didn't think I was going to be top five, uh, even with a good score on Annie. For the whole for the whole uh, weekend, right after the time slots, like the 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 blocked hours, um, I exchanged uh, scores with uh, Alex Caron and Sam Comoyer. Uh, when all of us were done, like the two workouts, we would uh, text our time and see where we where we were. So we had a like kind of an idea of what what a good, what a bad, or what a medium time would be. And um, so, yeah, when we finished the seventh workout, Annie, um, I right away texted Sam, uh, like, what was your time? And he gave me his time, which was 30 seconds faster than mine, um, which is good for him. But I thought I had a pretty good time. So I was like, well, okay, then that's, uh, that's what it is. Like, hopefully stay in the top 10. Um, but for some reason, like the stars aligned and uh, everybody finished at the right place for me to get in the top five. But yeah, right before, 
right before the, the seventh workout, I was like, well, this Annie's going to be fun. Let's go hard, have fun on the last workout, see what, it, what I can do. And that's it. So, you know, we, we jumped right into talking about this, like stage one of the games. And I think, you know, obviously first, I mean, it's the most recent thing that's happened, but you've also had a very long season. Uh, you know, I, I was talking to Carrie Pierce last night and she, you know, basically took no time off from the games last year and went right into open prep and then competed through the open and then trained all year round. So it was like a year and a half long season. And I'm, I'm assuming based off of, you know, like you had a slightly shorter CrossFit games, but we're only talking a few days shorter yeah. than what she had. So I'm assuming you probably also had an incredibly long season. So yes, um, basically like the CrossFit games for me last year was all, it felt almost like vacation. Because like after the first four events, which is two days, four events on two days, I wasn't sore. I was like, I was fine. I was ready to compete for another six days. And then I watched the CrossFit Games. So it didn't feel like I competed that much. Um, that, were, that was the only time off I took. As soon as we got back to Montreal, uh, training for the Open started right away. Uh, no time off. Did the Open in October. Then trained hard went to Dubai, trained hard. A month after that, mayhem, trained hard, and then COVID happened. And um, I should have taken some time off uh, in March when the, like, I, I was supposed to do the Atlas, uh, which it was in March, uh, I think around March 13th, something like that. Um, I should have taken some time off on that weekend, but uh, I didn't. Um, so yeah, that felt, it felt so long. Like I, I wish the crossing games would have happened like first of August, like it was supposed to. And then they pushed it back. I was like, Oh no, another <laughs> three weeks. Okay. Let's do it. Pushed it back. Oh God. What am I going to do? I'm dying here. Like game spread felt like four months is way too long, but yeah. like I still was able to make it. And it's maybe one of the reasons why I, I did make it maybe some of the other guys were just burnt out like because of that long season not everybody reacted the same way to covid to lockdown to the season so it's maybe one of the reasons i don't know how did you deal with training through the lockdown right cuz you and i almost almost every other athlete who made it qualified through the open there was one male uh, uh, in Justin Medeiros and there's one female in Haley Adams who qualified through a sanctional. So like pretty much everybody had, you know, 10 months or 11 months of knowing they were qualified before the games even started. But how did you deal with training during this like entire shutdown and quarantine? Cause like I was there when everything closed and there was like, there was no, there was no certainty of like when, you know, you'd be allowed to be back in gyms or what types of businesses. And it only got worse after I left. Um, I'm lucky because I, I own an affiliate. So even though gyms were closed, I could still work out of the gym um, basically normally. Uh, I even, I think, trained more because the gym was empty. No classes were done. So I could go for two, three, four hours if I wanted to twice a day. Um, so I think I did train a little bit more during uh, lockdown, I guess. Uh, but for me, like the mindset was, yes, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to be able to compete fine, but 
I can't stop training now and like jeopardize the the rest of the season or the next year's season. Like I've been training for this for now four years. I'm not gonna stop now. Like that would that would be crazy of me to do. So that that was my mindset. I'm like, I'm not gonna just throw away four years of work, stop training for two, three months, not be able to compete at the games if there were going to be games because the, the games were never really canceled. They always like gave us a little bit of hope that we would compete. So I kept it on for the whole, the whole time. Was there, you know, was there any sort of adjustment to your programming? Like, you know, were you doing just intense like games level prep for three or four months or did you as, as sort of like dates got pushed, we were like, okay, I'm going to take like two days off here and then we're going to get back into the gym or were you just, just grinding through the entire thing? Um, I actually asked my coach a few times, like, should I take two days of rest? Like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to stop. Like, please make it stop. And she was like, well, do, do you want to? I'm like, well, no. <laughs> yes, but no, like I want to. I wanted to give the best performance at the games and it's hard to um it's hard to like make that take that decision of do I take an extra day of rest what's that going to do is it going to put me like is it going to be good or is it going to be worse like we don't know so I just maintained as best I could I think for some of the workouts um I I dropped the intensity a little bit like I maybe one month, a little bit more than a month before the games, like uh, the, the stage one, um, I stopped doing strength, uh, strength uh, training. Um, the accessory work got pushed aside a little bit. And it was basically like working out three times in the morning and three times in the, the afternoon. That was hard. That was like, that was too much. That sounds like a crazy amount of like Metcons. That's crazy. <laughs> just stupid because we knew what what was coming for the stage one like it's easy to know like uh we knew we wouldn't have like swimming or like we, we co my coach said like the open was heavy so she said the stage one is not going to be it's going to feel like the open that we're used to and she was right like um so we did we did prepare for that maybe a little bit more than we do prepare usually for competitions but god like uh so much intensity it was it was bad but still made it uh did you have a favorite workout over the weekend uh i no no <laughs> i bet i mean annie like uh, annie was nice annie was nice but uh i'm the drag rope i i didn't have one i've never done it before so i had to break up the sets um, I guess with a few months of practice, I could do Annie and PR by, I don't know how much just because of the rope. Uh, but it is still fun. I still think that the cleans should have been heavier, but that you I, would, yeah, 315, let's go like 275. That's not heavy enough. Uh, it would have changed the scores a lot. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it was a nice workout. My, the one I'm most proud of is the rope. Actually, it wasn't my best finish. But going sub three minute on the row was like, oh, shit, like, wow, that, that was nice. Like, I was proud of that. Very proud of that. My, my previous PR was like 3.06. I did 
257 something. Yeah, that's so, it's a whole different world when the CrossFit games are are in your brain. Like the, every second and every tenth of a second ends up being way more important. I knew I everybody knew that for this workout it was not even a second. Like every every millisecond would be important. So I pushed it as hard as I could. The crowd was just lit during that workout. Like the last 200 meters, everybody was just yelling at me. Just okay, I can't slow down now. I'm I'm in this hole. I gotta I gotta finish. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, I think the most fun. We'll call it fun part of the the weekend. In terms of close margins, have you seen have you seen the video about at the end of your friendly Fran, where uh, yeah. you finish uh, that last pull up, you drop down, and then you like bear, like get up and you like run across the finish line. And it was like a one second difference between you and the person who finished behind you and the. Uh, I, know. I know, there's a lot of ifs. Like uh, I'm uh, a few other reporters. They they call me the one second man because like Chan, Chan, one second extra and Chandler would have made it. But also like if I would have just crossed that line, we wouldn't be talking about that. Cause I would have finished probably around third place, which is 12 points extra. Um, I'm happy that I did make it because if I would be in sixth place, that would be hard to swallow, not crossing line. Cause it's not like it, it's not a performance issue. It's just, it's so it's so stupid. Like, why did you not cross the line? You're dying anyway. Just a one second extra. But I, it just got out of my mind. Like the workout, that workout was, it was not fun at all, at all. And after those 21 last pull-ups, you're like, you just want to die. You just want to sit there. And even dropping on the floor is not enough. Like you don't know what to do with your body. You're just like, what's happening? Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, I'm I'm kind of lucky that Caro actually said like move like go to the line just enough. Does it surprise you that there are still workouts that can floor you like that? Uh no. No no no. It, like there's always going to be a way to have that friend feeling depending on what your CrossFit level is like for the majority of the people, it's 2159, 95 pounds. They'll do the trick. You're going to do that in th around three minutes and you're going to die for 15. If I do Fran, if most of the games athlete do Fran, we're going to do it in two minutes and maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, and we're going to be fine. Bump it to 115 with Chester Bar, which I did um, in the Mayhem Madness qualifier. Mm -hmm. and even then, I like I had the little throat Fran cough, almost Fran cough, but still didn't have it. Like I finished that in two seventeen, something like that. So I knew that when I saw the three rounds of twenty one, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is Fran. This is my Fran. This is gonna suck. Um, and it, like it's not a two minute like for Fraser, it's a three minute workout, but for me it was a four minute workout, which is almost a minute extra of suffering. So. Does that blow your mind, by the way, Matt's score uh, on that workout? I just don't want to watch his videos anymore. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I, it just, like, for some people in the gym, they don't understand my times, and the same is for me when I watch when I watch his his friendly friend. I'm like, he's 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 gonna slow down. Like, he his last set of thrust thrusters are gonna slow down. It's no, it's not possible, and there's no no not even slight change of pace 
I'm like, well, how? How is that possible? And he and he ran to the line like I did. <laughs> he he got he got to the line. I would be curious to know if he just collapsed after that. And but we just don't see it. Like, yeah. did you die? Please tell me you did die a little bit, like at least, so we can feel a little bit better about ourselves. But I mean, he's it's incredible. The Diane Diane is that wasn't I. I don't, I don't, I can't understand that either. Like the speed of the handstand pushups. Like I, I can probably move the barbell as fast, maybe, but the handstand pushups, it was like, bum, bum, bum. Dude, I wish my arms were that strong, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is really fascinating. I think, uh, you know, basically every athlete is a fan of the sport. Like everyone understands and knows. And I think at the level that you guys compete at, you have a much more intimate knowledge of like, you're really talking about very small degrees of separation between, you know, you guys in terms of the first to even let's say like 10th or even 15th at the games. I and mean, you're talking about just a handful of seconds in a few events. And, uh, it, it, it does, it, I think it really lends a little bit to just how crazy that 308 was by, you know, looking at the regular margin of victory in like a normal event. And then seeing that it was like a 40 second win in a three and a half minute event. Um, yeah, that Matt, Matt Frazier performance in Friendly Fran was out of this world for sure. Uh, but we, we all knew that he would be good at that. Like, what was it? Uh, he did the um, thruster, it was thruster chest bar, like it was open workout. He did at Waterpalooza. A few yeah, the 2019, the 2019 last event, 19.5, I think. Yeah. yeah. He did like six minutes and something, and he did that live and didn't have to redo it and won worldwide. Like, he's good at thrusters and pull ups, like, very good. So, we knew that he would blow it out of the park, but that much, like, that was crazy. Yeah, that's something. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully, one day I can do thrusters like Matt Fraser. <laughs> Hey man, me too. Even if it's with an empty bar, I'll take it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be the, I'll be the scaled version of Matt Fraser. That's, that's it. I'll take that. Uh, speaking of sort of, you know, looking forward now, right? So we've gotten your qualification. There's only five athletes. It's a really, it's a big deal for a lot of different reasons. One of the things that I try and keep stressing to like, the, you know, to you, this is the first time you and I are talking about this, but like people have seen me talk about this constantly is this idea that the final five are going to have everybody's attention on them the entire week. It's, it's a very unique thing about this format for the games in that there isn't anybody else or anything else to pay attention to. So it's a really cool opportunity for you guys to sort of, you know, create these like personas and personalities and relationships with fans and stuff that, that wouldn't have existed otherwise, which is very awesome to see. And it's coming up like in two weeks. I mean, it's like right around the corner. So how, how did you, how did you even tackle this idea of like, okay, the events are over. Uh, I'm feeling okay. Or I'm feeling kind of run down. Like I'll take a couple of days of active rest, then ramp it back up. Or did you just like keep training through? Like, how did you even handle that? Um, we took, we took three days off. Uh, we went away. We, uh, we actually went to Toronto for a few days. Um, I think it was the best thing to do. Keep like, keep training would have, would have run me down too quickly. So yeah, three, I think, yeah, three days off came back and, uh, straight, pretty much straight into training. Uh, 
now we're testing, well, testing, we're doing, uh, usually I train three days on, one day off. Um, now this week I'm doing five on, and then I'm going to have one off, two on. So like we're trying to simulate like how many days the games are going to be um, and trying to adapt to high volume because I think it's going to be crazy volume, probably the stage two. So that's what we're doing. Uh, there's, I don't think there's a ramp up. I don't think there's like, it's two weeks. Like, what can I do in two weeks? I'm not going to have a friendly friend at 308 in two weeks. The point would be to stay healthy, not break my bones and just be the, at the highest shape I can, I can be when I get there. What, what types of things? So you mentioned you're expecting like a lot of volume, like what types of things are expecting to show up when you guys show up there? Uh, we've listened to the, the, uh, the podcast with uh, Dave Castro and, uh, I think we're going to see some of the girls work out, but bumped up a bit. So like, for example, we did 10 rounds of uh, Nancy this weekend, uh, 95 pounds, uh, but we did double the rounds just to feel it, test it. Uh, how much time does it take? Um, Cause I think we're going to see some different versions of what we did in stage one. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see, let's say um, Diane with 365 or 405 deadlifts. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. But, uh, <laughs> that that's what I, that's what I think could happen. Other than that, like is, is Castro going to make us run uh, and deadlift like, uh, like in 2016, I think, uh, like, are we going to have some redos from the past? That'd be nice too. Like, I'd love to do those workouts. Are we going to swim? Is there some swimming spots close by? I don't know. Uh, I hope not because I haven't been swimming in months. Uh, there's nowhere to swim around here. So uh, no swimming. Hopefully. It's okay, man. The worst you could take is fifth. Who cares? Yeah. So <laughs> that's not the thing. I, would, I don't want to be fifth. That That's the goal. Like, uh, I was happy to see like you guys did the the rematch with the games points and I, I, I would have been fourth and I'm kind of happy about that because I, I don't want to be fifth. That would basically be like, oh, well, you finished last at stage two, which sucks a little bit, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have some pretty strong feelings about how unique of an opportunity from not just like obviously the athlete perspective, we just talked about that, but from like Dave Castro's perspective, of you know you can program anything yeah anything like two years ago what's that it's scary a little bit it is right like imagine two years ago they had the chaos event it was 40 athletes there were 40 judges they had 40 sets of equipment they had 40 of those like tumbler things you're talking five athletes and you think like people think that they might not be able to pull off that type of creativity I mean, uh, I, hope, I hope they do. I hope they do. There's, why wouldn't he? Like, it's only five. And worst case scenario, it's 10 if the girls go at the same time, which I personally, I'd love if we could do all the events, 10 with the girls. That, that'd be maybe a little bit hard on, on our ego because probably like Tia would beat me on some of the events. <laughs> but, uh, like goal, goal would be uh, don't get beat by the girls, but whatever like if it's running for sure i'm getting uh, uh, i'm not finishing 
first in the woman's side. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah, the, that is one thing that you know for sure is going to show up is this idea that like he's never not done running at the ranch. The ranch always lends itself to like these hills and this like gross like crazy countryside that he forced everyone to go through. You know, is there uh is there like do, do you even play around with odd objects are you doing like ruck runs are you like just weight vesting yourself 24 hours a day to try and like get used to that type of a load or or you're just hoping like fingers crossed when it shows up you're ready for it uh we've been doing a little bit of ruck run uh, i live downtown montreal so what we have here is pretty much sidewalk and streets um there's uh Mont Royal that's close by that we can go have some kind of hills-ish. Um but yeah, we have been doing some rock runs. My weight vest, I've I used it once in the last 10 months. Uh I rarely use my vest in workouts. It's very rare. So hopefully, well, I mean it's it's 20 pounds like the worst with the vest is the breathing i think for the movements is fine depending on what it is so i'm not super scared of that on rucks usually i do okay um but yeah on a field of five i don't know uh, yeah that's that is that is a, a big thing you know once it because it's so it's going to be so limited and there's only going to be five athletes like it really is up in the air with what the events will end up looking like or how it shakes out in terms of one person's weakness or one person's strength. So uh, I guess like, and you have no time. So what, what are you even supposed to do? Like, are you just supposed to start doing nothing but rucks and like sandbag workouts for two weeks? No way. That's a terrible idea. No. Yeah. No, I think the best case, the, the what's best right now is to do CrossFit as much as possible because Castro, he, like the stage one was, it was CrossFit. It was girls' workouts. So try to test benchmarks as much as we can, have times uh, and know like how to strategize if these events come at the ranch. Even if, let's say, it, I'm not saying it's going to be 10 rounds of, of Nancy, but let's say it is. Well, I've done it at least once before and I know how it feels. If he decides to just throw on a vest and do some burpees, well, I'll still know what 10 rounds of Nancy feels like. So... That's what I'm going to be doing for the next few weeks. The most important thing is just to stay healthy because it's easy to just work out like crazy and do millions of reps and just get to the ranch with both knees over and done and both elbows like damaged elbows. Like it's not a good idea. So we're just going to try and do some volume, but like intelligent volume. That's sure. Cool. You're also the only athlete in the 10 that's coming from out of the States. I know. <laughs> so have you had to like, have you tried to figure out if that's going to be a problem or not? Or like, do you have to leave like tomorrow so that you have two weeks of quarantine or something? Uh, right now, the information that I have, I don't have to quarantine going to the U S. So if that stays like this, I, I'll be fine. Um, I still haven't booked anything yet, but uh, cause I have no information information like I, I texted the crossfit yesterday i'm like guys i'm the only one that has to cross the border please give me some information i need to know when when to leave like uh, they're gonna tell me like what friday oh you have to leave on monday because you have to quarantine like dude you gotta tell me as soon as you can but i don't think quarantine is going to be a huge issue uh, I don't think going to the u.s is going to be an issue i know that when i'm coming back i have to quarantine in canada 
but uh, for now, seems like everything's going to be okay. Do you have big plans? Do you have big plans for that quarantine on the way back? Like get a deal hotel room, like buy nothing but candy and just like watch 10 Netflix shows or what? Uh, good question. Uh, I guess we'll uh, figure it out when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, you're going to, you're going to enter that quarantine, like, you know, like you know, Jack's and you're going to exit that quarantine. Like one of the best video game players in the world in tubby. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> Most likely that's gonna, that's what it's gonna look like. Yeah. Your World of Warcraft account is gonna be so hyped by the time you're done. It's gonna be so sick. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Jeff, thanks so much, man. Congratulations on making it to, uh, to that top five. I'm excited to see what you do out there. I mean, if people don't remember, by the way, uh, what you're capable of doing and the stage one of the CrossFit Games isn't enough to, to remind them like you were a top five finisher at the first event of 2019 and that event claimed some souls with the uh with with that running and uh legless rope climbs and snatches like you're top five then and you're competing against a huge field in person so let's let's i mean i'm, I'm excited to see what you can do once that happens again man i'm uh, i'm excited too it's gonna be a time fun that's for sure absolutely thanks dude thanks for having me